Welcome to the Empty Opinions Podcast. All right. I don't know why I talk during the intro. I'm supposed to not talk. Let that intro tag start, but whatever. Yes, everybody, I'm back on a solo episode for episode 73. Yeah, this is episode 73. I don't know what you're trying to be. I don't know all these bitches that always trying to say shit. I don't know you. You're a lame bitch. You don't know me. You said ho. You don't know what the fuck I'm trying to do or where I'm trying to fucking go. Don't you fucking tell me I cannot go wherever I want. I understand the tempo of this song is really fast, but I really do not give a fuck. Yeah, you know what it is. I just hope my neighbors don't, you know. I just hope my neighbors aren't on the other side of the door. Cause they're gonna hear me talking and it's gonna sound really fucking weird to them. They're gonna be like, who the fuck is that? Who the fuck is just rapping over next door? He cannot even rap. This motherfucker sounds really whack. I don't even know why I do this. I always question myself every time that I do it in every single episode. It must be a bad idea if I always question myself. Wait, no it's not. I just be like, who the fuck actually wants to listen to me freestyle? But it's just like not... You know, it's not about what people want, it's about what the fuck I want Because it's my fucking podcast and I can do whatever the fuck I want Yeah, you cannot fucking tell me nothing You cannot tell me nothing You know I'm out here bluffing You know I'm out here fucking Psych to that last part I am definitely not fucking Cause it's really hard to do under normal circumstances Let alone coronavirus this fucking shit coronavirus is like the perfect excuse for you know if you ask a woman out you guys can meet up and she's like ah we can't because of the coronavirus now it's almost unsure it's like mostly most likely she's lying and she's using that as an excuse like this is probably the perfect excuse for anybody to not get together if you do not want to be on a fucking date you just say oh i'm scared of covid so i do not want to be with you for the morning or the afternoon or night i don't know what the fuck i'm trying to do i'm just trying to be polite took that fucking beer last night and that shit tasted all right i don't really like beers i just really wanted to get drunk one day and i couldn't get drunk i don't know why my tolerance is high oh my god this shit is why i don't fucking drink alcohol yeah you know that i'll never fucking fall hey i hope you people know that i'm about to succeed at everything i fucking do yeah that's it yeah that's it yeah you know it's really it i don't even know what else to say well i guess it's done hello everybody and welcome to empty opinions the empty opinion podcast where no topic is taboo my name is Eladio Polanco, and this is episode 73, I believe, and it's going to be titled Reform the Police. That's right. I already know the title for this episode because I'm going to be censoring this episode like I did last week on a certain specific topic. I guess I've been doing that recently. If I'm going to be doing solo episodes, they might as well, you know, be good. And I actually kind of do because, you know, whenever I have a guest, we usually have like a deep conversation about whatever, about whatever the what about whatever it is that the topic is about, right? Usually that's what happens. But um, since I haven't had I haven't had guests in a while now, two weeks, um, 
I just have to do kind of deep episodes, you know, deep solo episodes. Um, the reason I haven't had guests, if you don't know, is because I've been, I'm actually building out a set in this new apartment I moved into. And I still need some equipment that I have bought. The only thing left is like one microphone, like really out of everything I've bought. The only thing that's left is a microphone that needs to be um, XLR. This is for my audio nerds out there. Uh, <laughs> regular people do not know what the fuck XLR means, but neither did I before I started the podcast. And now I'm kind of having to learn what it is. But what I'm trying to say is that, you know, I still need some equipment. Some of it is on the way. Some of it I still need to buy. So I'm, I don't know for how long, maybe two weeks at the most. I'm not going to have guests. But um, as soon as I do... I mean, the set is just going to look gorgeous. It's going to look professional. I'm going to have extra equipment besides my fucking laptop. You know what I mean? I'm going to have a I'm going to have a fucking audio interface. I'm going to have a, a preamp for headphones. It's going to be really professional. But for now, you're stuck with just me. That makes me kind of feel away. You know what I mean? It makes me kind of feel away that my show has is almost guest driven. But I try my hardest to not make it guest driven. You know what I mean? Because even in the, in the title, I don't title, you know, I don't. It's not featuring the guest name, you know what I mean? Like, I just make the title what it is to make it so that people tune into the actual show and not just be selective with who is on the show, you know what I mean? That's just one of my goals, but um, yeah, before I get into the proper episode, let me read um, the housekeeping real quick. Let me get to the housekeeping. Um, make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Eladio Talks, E-L-A-D-I-O Talks on both of those platforms. If you want to follow me personally, if you like me as a person, if you're invested in me as a person, make sure you follow me in those two places. Also, if you're just invested in the podcast, the content that comes out, like follow the podcast's Twitter and Instagram, Empty Opinion Pod, not Empty Opinions, Empty Opinion Pod, um, this is basically like it, the substitute for the Instagram page, not the Instagram page. The Twitter and Instagram for the podcast is like the substitute for the website, which I don't have. And this is how you kind of get the updates on when new episodes come out, what kind of content comes out on the on just the brand, not only the podcast feed, but also the YouTube channel, which you, so, you should also subscribe to. Uh, just type Empty Opinions Podcast or just Empty Opinions on YouTube and you'll find it. And then you can subscribe, make sure you like every single video, comment on every single video, share with your friends. If any of your friends listen to podcasting, you know, you're kind of lucky because I barely know any of my friends that listen to podcasts. It's really hard. You know, I don't know where I live, the people I'm surrounded with, podcasting isn't the most popular thing, which is just another way of saying I don't live around white people. Anyways, also make sure you rate the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts if there's anybody listening out there on the apple podcast feed make sure you rate it there and i think that's everything for housekeeping so i guess now i'll just get into the overall topic that i'll be talking about this week and that's going to be about the police which i perceive to be the main issue that needs to be fixed asap you know the reason why you know police brutality has been going on for a long time racism has been going on for a long time you know systematic racism a system you know, a system in which black people, a system designated for to keep black people down that's been around for a long time. But for these specific riots and protests that are going on around in the in all 50 states, but around the world as well, 
I've realized that one of the main, although Black Lives Matter is what's really been important around the world, um, the thing that I feel like needs to be fixed is one of those things that are preventing Black Lives to matter, and that's the police departments, the police in general, the the the, the police of this country. And I just want to get a little bit, you know, I guess there'll be a little bit of a history, not really history, but just an in-depth look at police and what we need to do to fix shit, because let's start with just what the police, what the police is, which is probably going to be surprising to a lot of people. I don't think this is necessarily common knowledge, but the police, like police departments, like state police departments or city police departments are actually not even connected to the government. You know what I mean? Like the government has its own police, which is like the FBI, the National Guard, the military, like shit like that. Those are like almost their own version. That's like the government version of the police. You know how Philadelphia has, let's say, the Philadelphia Police Department, that the equivalent of that for the government will be the aforementioned, you know, three things like the National Guard, military, army and shit like that. Right. That's what that's the government's direct, you know, the government controls that. But the government doesn't really control police departments. Granted, they can make changes, which when I come back to one of the solutions that need to be done, that's going to be part of it. But yeah, the, the the government doesn't really touch the police departments. And it's interesting because it actually makes sense if you look at this country the way that it's kind of meant to be, which is the United States of America, meaning there's a bunch of different states that are that come together under, under one government. It's a actually it's actually like a very bizarre concept if you think about it because like if you look at every single one of these states, you know there some of these states are just they can be from as small as a fucking Puerto Rico or the Dominican Republic to as big as a, a whole country in South America, like Texas and California. Just you know certain uh, that's that's all I can think of. But mainly Texas with how big those states are. They can almost be their own countries, but they're just states, and then we're all just United States, right? And so when you have a country as big as the United States, which probably shouldn't even be a country, you know what I mean? That may be controversial, but it's just kind of too big, just in land size, for it to just be one country. Although China is handling that shit somehow. I mean, they're killing people. They're killing hundreds of millions just because there's billions of people. So, like, I guess he doesn't give a fuck to kill one million protesters to keep the harmony of, um, you know, uh, to keep the harmony of, uh, of, of, of the nation. He doesn't mind killing a million people, which is interesting because that's a collectivist society. And I'll talk about how police departments are collectivist society. So also stick around to hear more about that. But, um, what was I saying? Yeah. But basically police departments kind of are the ones that just control since these states and cities can be really big. That's why you have police departments, which is basically just to keep up, keep the peace um, around these areas, depending on the state or the city. But what's also interesting about police, like police don't really do shit besides charge people or, you know, use physical violence, basically keep the peace. But the police is more of the side of the people who do it forcefully. Right. So they either beat you or charge you. Those are or or they kill you. You know what I mean. Those are like a bunch of uh, just a, a bunch of general things that the police does. Maybe you know they patrol the the the, the streets to make sure nobody's having driving drunk. 
shit like that. Like, I guess just to keep the laws upheld in each state and city, right? But that's the problem sometimes. If you, because like I said, police departments are kind of left on their own devices unless something really big happens and the government kind of can step in. But just in general, what the police does is just, like I said, uphold laws and charge people and make sure they go through the judicial system, which is kind of separate from the police departments, right? So that's really all police departments do. And they're not really over overseeing, like nobody's overwatching them. Nobody overwatch. <laughs> that's funny. That's a video game. I don't think that's how you're supposed to say overseeing. Nobody's overseeing the police department, right? So then what the fuck happens when the police department fucks up? So who watches a watchman in a way? You know what I mean? If you've seen Watchmen, you know what I'm talking about. But like who, let me see. They just told me this. Central worker. Okay. So there's a curfew again. Starting now, I guess. Looks like starting at six. But um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So who watches the watchmen, right? Like who polices the police? Because the police are kind of left on their own devices and they're the ones that charge people to go to the judicial system, right? So if the police is the one that does that and nobody does that to them, when something like what happened with... um you know, what George Floyd happens where they're very like the, the people, you know, the police kill this innocent, innocent, innocent black man in the most, probably one of the most fucked up ways possible by just keeping uh, your knee on top of the person's neck for eight minutes straight, you know, two minutes, three minutes after these, the guy's like unconscious, right? When that happens, who charges that guy? Newsflash is the police. Right. So then and that wouldn't be a problem if police departments weren't collectivist. And now I'll explain what that is. Basically, collectivism is just when and I kind of talked about this in the last episode, but I didn't really delve deep into it. Basically, collectivists, uh, collectivist societies are just societies that, you know, at all costs want to keep the harmony of the group intact, even sacrificing the wants of the few. Right. So basically the opposite of the, what the United States is. So like I said, like in China, if the, the communist president, dictator, whoever the, whatever this title is, the guy from China, from the communist, the communist Chinese party, that guy, the main guy, you know, there's people protesting in China, that guy, let's say it's a million people protesting and there's a billion people that live there. He has no trouble just simply killing this million people. Just to keep the, the just to keep the harmony of the billion people intact, right? So that it doesn't bother them, so that the billion people don't suffer, right? That's kind of what a collectivist society is, right? Like they don't care about the ones or the or the few, because they just care about the harmony of the many, right? So also kind of the opposite of you know democracy, where like people actually vote to see who wants what. You know what I mean? But regardless, collectivists are kind of more family oriented, more community oriented. So they do they you know, they protect each other and they hold each other accountable. That's what the whole point is. But the problem is. The police department is collectivist in that they're looked at. They look to each other as brothers and sisters and family and try to protect them from the outside world. But the other problem is that they don't really hold each other accountable. Right. In a successful collectivist society. You would have these people actually holding each other accountable, right? Like that's what they would do. But unfortunately, the police departments don't do that. They actually just let them get away with whatever it is 
as long as you know there aren't nationwide riots and global riots as there are right now then they're kind of you know forced to enforce shit amongst themselves right but usually if there's nobody looking and the police commit something bad since the police are the ones that charge other people they can decide not to charge each other you know what I mean? They can decide just to fire them and leave them on, put them on leave, on paid leave. So then that's a problem because if that just happens, then there is no repercussions. It's possible that there can be no repercussions for somebody just killing a guy and it being, you know, not justified, right? Because usually when you think of the police, right, like, and you see them like chasing people or like they're being shot at. They can kill another guy and, you know, they don't have to worry about it at all. Just fucking shoot him right in the head if they were shooting him. You know, self-defense is my position. Police, right? And nobody really complains because you're shooting at, you know, at, at laws, basically. Like, if laws were human, it would be police, right? So if you shoot at them, nobody's really going to judge you. So that's the whole point of police departments. So then if they don't hold each other accountable, what the fuck needs to be done? I think more than anything, that's what needs to be done. There needs to be some sort of reform to the police departments everywhere where there needs to be something, I will say specifically, that deals with whenever there's a sketchy death that is not clearly justified. Like if there's a, a police cam footage of somebody shooting at a cop and the cop shoots them back. There's footage that this isn't wrong, right? Um, but if there's clearly something fucking off, right? They just need to be charged immediately. That's the problem. They feel like, oh, let's hold our own personal investigation. Let's do this. Let's do that. But I don't think that works because, like I said, they're all looking out for each other. They're not really going to be impartial. You need an impartial person to judge the actions of the police. So you need, like, a police department for the police department. And where, or not even just, uh, yeah, a police department for a police department, but that police department, the, the former police department that would look after the latter police department, the real one, they would just kind of look at these cases instead of actually getting involved in the action. Because if they do, then the same shit is going to happen over and over again. If the president himself or the government themselves are not going to overlook every single thing that's happening, you know, oversee, not overlook, because they overlook it already. If they're not going to oversee, everything that's happening with the police departments all around the country, then they need a specific, you know, group of people that are going to make sure the police department does their job right. Because like I said, nobody's really looking at what the fuck the police are doing. Uh, so that's why it's so crucial when you see videos like the ones that are coming out of this guy, you know, killing this unarmed black man for no reason. Th th these videos are important because now we're starting to fucking see and judge and see with our own eyes. Anybody who's rational and has seen the video knows the fucking that cop needs to go to jail and everybody around him as well because they all contributed to it. It's almost like common sense. But um, yeah, that and that's the problem. That's like a viable solution that needs to happen. It needs to be somebody who, you know, Trump needs to sign some fucking executive order or make some sort of reform to police departments where that needs to go into effect, where like you need this, this can't go any longer with them having the option to charge one of their own because they're the ones who charge people in the first place. No, there needs to be somebody outside of them. And that's one of the things that I would say I would suggest needs to be done so that 
at the very least, there isn't police brutality. I mean, black people already have enough struggles with fucking, like I said, systematic racism. You know, the fact that they have to overcome all the trauma from being a slave, which wasn't that long ago that it was banned. You know, like from from just plain old racism from the regular old, you know, regular schmegular white guy. You know what I mean? That There's also that. So they need to also deal with that. And on top of that, you got to deal with police brutality. Let's at least get rid of police brutality because that's the, the task at hand. And it's probably one of the easier tasks to fix, right? And another thing that could be done is to for the people to be vetted better, right? So that it's not just like a thing where like somebody who goes to training for two weeks can become a fucking cop. Because that's not good. Because we see what happens. We, we get bad cops because those people aren't fit to be, you know, to to uphold laws and to be upstanding citizens. They're not fit to be that because they were never that. But it's so easy for them to join the, the, the police department that it's, it's shown through the actions of those people. And again, you know, I don't think all police, all police are bad. Nothing of, I, I, I heard this quote on the podcast today. Nothing of anything is everything. I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. No specific thing of anything is everything. So basically saying, you know, you know, not all cops are bad cops, right? Because there's good cops, bad cops, people in the middle. There's never, you know, it's, it's you know, not. how do I explain it? Also, like food, you know, too much pizza is bad. But let's say no pizza. Well, pizza is a weird example because I don't think that's the healthiest. Let's say meat, right? This might be a controversial opinion, but too much meat could be bad. Not enough, you know, barely any meat is bad, too. There needs to be a, a fucking ground, you know, a, a, a middle ground for it. And that's how and he's, that's how it is with cops, as it is with everything else. So I'm sure there are good cops out there, but it's just the bad cops are just really bad. Like, really, really bad. And, there is, and, and the problem is that, you know, it's very easy for there to be a lot of bad cops because there isn't enough vetting in a longer process for you to be a fucking police department. At the very least, it should be as long, the process should be as long as it is to be, like, a military person. Like, that kind of training should be the training that police have with that discipline and that harshness. Fucking not military, army. You know what I mean? No, not army, Marines which are the fucking most, the, 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 the crazier ones out of everybody, you know, police departments should have the, 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 re, the regimen and the, and the training that Marines get. That's how seriously it should be treated because police do have some power. You know what I mean? They do hold some power and that needs to be taken seriously. I mean, the fact that you see fucking fat cops and, you know, racist cops and all that, that shouldn't happen. So obviously there's a bad, there's something bad in the screening, in the screening process that isn't allowing this to be fixed. And another thing in talking about racist cops, you know, I was thinking like just in general, I feel like this is more of a police issue than it is, or at least a George Floyd problem specifically is more of a is more of a police problem than it is a race problem but not by much because race is also a problem that intermingles with the cops because like i said you can you can take training to be a cop for like 2 weeks and then all of a sudden you get a fucking gun and now you're a, you're legally allowed to kill people and protect laws and be protected by your own people in the police department right so then that happens right so you're telling me that there aren't fucking raises, <laughs> raises. 
I don't even, that's, I mean, you know, my pronunciation be just wrong sometimes, so I'm sorry, guys, but what I meant to say, are you telling me there's not any racists? Fuck, I can't talk. It's my accent. Are you telling me there's not any fucking prejudiced and racist people out there who see that they can take a two-week training and technically be fucking brutal and beat up black people? You know what I mean? You're telling me there aren't any racist people who see the, the, the easiness, the ease of entry to be a police and to use that to get out their fucking racist, racist anger and prejudice on actual black people. Cause right. Like, you know, cause you know, we gotta be honest. There's a lot of crime in black spaces, right. In black neighborhoods, you know, because of systematic reasons, whatever, you know what I mean? It's, you know, there's a lot of reasons for that, but mainly, you know, systematic reasons, but it is what it is. There, there are a lot of black neighborhoods that are fi filled with crime, right? So you're telling me it's not a possibility that even this guy that killed George Floyd, it seems pretty obvious that he, this fucker, this guy was racist, but just in general, you're telling me it's not possible for a racist person to do a two-week training and then get placed in a black neighborhood and be able to beat up and possibly kill black people without any repercussions because of a racist system as well where, like, nobody's really going to... People, you know, the system doesn't give a fuck if a black person dies. So then... They are you, t you are you not telling me that's not like the sweetest fucking deal for any racist? Like if you're a racist, you could technically join the police department, do a training for like two weeks, get a badge and a gun, and go to a, a crime riddled black neighborhood and be able to beat up and kill black people and probably get away with it for a lot of reasons. And you're telling me that's not happening. Of course that's happening, and that's a problem. And how do you solve that problem, at least, the police brutality part? How would it, how do we keep away the fucking racist bigots from joining the fucking service, from joining the police department? By fucking increasing the screening process, by making it as hard to be a police department, a policeman, than it is as hard to be a, a policeman as it is to be a Marine. Same training regimen. That's what needs to be done. So, like, you know, that's just what I'm thinking. I feel like, and that's why I said you got to reform the police because it's obviously shit is not working. You know what I mean? Shit is not working. And the people you have in the police force are fucking dumb. They don't know how to read a dangerous situation. All, they're so, and, and because they're so dumb, they can only resort to violence. They don't know how to use words because they're fucking stupid. And they don't know how to talk. You know what I mean? Like, that's a fucking issue. That's a very big issue in this country. So, it's like... You know, and I mean, can I talk about something else in the because I feel like I've said everything that I wanted to say about just reforming the police and just what we have to do to fix this shit? Because I feel like if we're to focus on something right now that can be pretty that can definitely be fixed is police brutality by changing the way all the, a lot of the procedures that are going on in police stations and you know in the police culture. And it's just crazy because, you know, that's I feel like that's one of the only ways you can calm down these protests. And it's crazy because I don't really see Trump doing that. Like, you know, if Trump was a good president. If Trump was the right president for our times, which is fucking nuts that Trump is in office and all this shit just goes down. You know, what I mean, it's fucking incredible. Like like Trump's legacy is he is going to be cemented in legacy by probably being the worst president to handle the worst shit, some of the worst shit that's ever happened in this country. It's nuts. 
You know what I mean? Like the only thing that's left is a natural disaster, which is probably coming. It's pretty. I think it's it's safe to say that that's coming. A lot of people are saying that, and you know, you don't have to be the brightest of people to see that that could probably happen. Like some really bad natural tragedy. That would be like the cherry on top of probably one of the worst years in American history ever. But regardless, Trump, it's not the right person to deal with this shit. And it's just crazy. If he was, if he was qualified and he knew what the fuck to do, he would know to just sign an executive order that changes shit in police departments. That's what needs to be done. I don't understand why there's such like confusion about that. I feel like it's actually pretty, it's quite obvious. But Trump doesn't know how to do that. If anything, Trump is going to continue what he's doing and almost continue the bravado. It's crazy because I saw the interview where Trump was not the interview that this the, the address that he did talking about all the riots and protests. And he pretty much just said, listen, if these riots and protests don't stop, I'm going to send the military in and it's going to get fixed. Right. Which is definitely like a threat. It's just a plain old threat. Right. A threat. And a lot of people. I've been kind of on Trump's side, but just because it can get really bad, it can get out of control and it can get out of the guise of, you know, Black Lives Matter and the oppression black people face in this country. It can get out of that and then get to a place where it's just pure anarchy and people's houses are getting broken into and everything is just burning and we're just losing any sense of being in a society, right? Like I could totally see that just because they could be like... um just it can it can just happen that way like just the momentum of it can just keep it going and go it's like a, a snowball if you let it continue down and down and down and no stopping it then it's just gonna keep getting bigger and bigger and they crash into a fucking house and then get rid of it completely so i understand trump wanting to say or trump saying we're gonna have to stop this by any means necessary because it's getting out of control because it kind of is let's be honest i knew this shit was getting out of control at least in philadelphia when kensington which if anybody doesn't know about philadelphia kensington is probably one of the worst opioid places in the country like it's really bad it's all homeless people it's all opioid like people addicted to opiates drug addicts like some of the worst shit you could ever see you would see it in philly in in kensington which is right under the train station, the train the train tracks. But I knew shit was just getting plainly out of control when that area where there's nothing but homeless and poor and drug addicts, when there's nothing but poor people, you know, homeless people and drug addicts, that's all that's in Kensington. When that got rioted and looted and broken into, I was like, okay, now I know that people are just doing this shit just to steal shit. So it became clear to me that that's what was happening. But... Um, what was my main point? Oh yeah. So I understand Trump's bring, saying that he wants to bring the military because things might get out of the control if we don't kind of put a stop to it. I totally understand that. But then again, and Trump isn't a tactful person. He should have found a more tactful way of saying that because like I said, it's a threat. You could say you can, I mean, what the fuck? I mean, you could, you could maybe not say that you're gonna do something specifically but at least don't say it the way you say it and that's the problem trump doesn't know how to word shit he's very honest one of the reasons he probably won the election but it's just he's too honest he doesn't have a filter and that's a problem for a president where you have to kind of unite 320 million people probably more 325 345 who knows at this point but 
you know, if Trump was a right president and a good president, then what he would just say would be he would do what I'm saying. We need to make some reforms to the police department. I'm doing an executive order to add these fucking procedures in place for police departments all, all across the country. That's the only way that these riots are going to subside. And I just saw that um, the end to end this episode. I just saw that, you know, George Floyd's the cop that killed him. First, he was convicted. He was being charged with third degree murder, which is accidental. And that just made shit worse. Now they've bumped it up to second, which is not premeditated, which is the worst first degree. Second degree, second degree is his murder, kind of basically just murder, but not premeditated. Which is pretty much what I think was the case with the killer of George Floyd. But I don't even know because they said they've been working together for 17 years. So there's probably some animosity there and it might be premeditated. You can make the argument if they'd known each other for 17 years and then he just did that. There's no way he was going to forget this guy's face. So there's an argument it could be first degree murder. But, you know, second degree is a whole lot better than third. And now the other cops that were around it that didn't directly kill George Floyd but just kind of stood there and watched and some of them like put their weight on George Floyd as well so that could be part of the reason why he died it was part of the reason why he died so the three other cops were also charged with like a bet you know a betting I think it's the word or just helping this murder or just standing by uh and they've been charged so right now as of me recording this that has happened you know I'm recording this episode is going to come out Monday uh, June 8th, um, I'm recording Wednesday, June 3rd, so a whole lot of shit could happen from now until Monday, but as of right now, that's the news that I saw, this is gonna be three cops, the three cops that were just watching, they're gonna be dealt with, and then the main cop was just upgraded to second degree murder, which is good, so now I don't know how the riots or looting is gonna subside, because George Floyd was the reason it kind of started, so now we're starting to see justice there, I can kind of see, I could probably, by the time this episode comes out, on by this time, by the time you're watching or listening to this on a Monday, I can definitely see it could, the, the riots and looting probably subsiding a little bit um, because of what just happened. But um, yeah, that's going to be it for this episode. That was um, episode 73, Reform the Police. Thank you guys so much for watching and or listening to this episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, make sure you share with your friends. If you enjoy what I'm talking about, if you think I'm preaching, you know what I mean? If you think I'm saying some real shit, share with your friends. I would really appreciate it. Yeah, please just share with your friends. Your friends who, who listen to podcasts or just watch shit on YouTube. Watch YouTube podcasts. Whatever. Just share with anybody if you're watching this right now. I would truly, truly appreciate it. Like this video. Share with a friend. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the podcast feed. You know, watch all the shows I'm doing on this YouTube channel. All that shit. I will really appreciate it. So, um, yeah, that's going to be it for this episode of Empty Opinions, where no topic is taboo. Thank you guys so much for watching and or listening, and I'll catch you guys in episode 74.